Hey, hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, you. Every week, there's a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. This is about you. Hello, it's Lizzie here again for another episode. Episode number 12. Can't believe I've made it to 12. If you've been along for the ride so far, I thank you for being here as I learn to tweak this whole experience. I am grateful for your presence and also for your mercy. If you have feedback, please share a review or send an email my direction and let me know what you think and if there's a way you feel this could improve the my emails in the show notes if you're interested. I don't know about you, but there are some days and definitely some longer periods of time when I feel kind of lost and I don't really want to admit it or let anyone know because Somehow, it's a reflection of me being weak or unproductive, or perhaps admitting it feels like I'm not valuable in some way. We're all scared of that, right? Of not being valuable. Do you know what I'm talking about? Feeling lost, like you're going through the motions, showing up every day, but somehow you feel a sense of being invisible. This invisible feeling happens for me when I have lost touch with myself and my purpose. There's a growing body of research that suggests having a strong sense of meaning and purpose is associated with living a longer and healthier life. A researcher by the name of Michael Steger has coined the phrase, invest in your life, invest in your health. As people age, their sense of purpose declines. Why is that? How's this landing for you today? Do you feel your sense of purpose is in a state of expansion or Is it on the decline? This is how I see it. I think that from the moment we are born, we're faced with a battle. The battle is us fighting to remember our true identity and purpose for coming here. We start out small when it comes to material structure, and we're big on the spiritual and emotional energy. And have you looked in the piercing eyes of a baby When the baby smiles and giggles at the slightest shift in your expression, it's like those eyes glow and radiate. I see that as big spiritual and emotional energy shining through. That is all a baby has to express with. It seems to me that as we grow physically, our spiritual nature and identity tends to get a little lost in all that cellular structure we have downloaded from our environment. We spend our lives ingesting our environment just so we can survive. The intense focus on survival can be like a cloud of neglect that washes over our internal and spiritual care. How to stay in the battle and continually remember your true identity? That's a big question. 
For the sake of simplifying today, let's pull away from trying to solve the mysteries of the whole universe and start with the mysteries within yourself. This, after all, is about you. Before we can make sense of everything else, we need to come from a place of sense from within. When I say sense, I mean uncovering the why underneath all the hows. There's a lot of educational training in our world right now about the ha- about the hows. Much of our formal education is presented from a lens of research ideals. We love talking about statistics, studies, experiments, and facts. Right now, our educational system is very research-focused. There was a time, though, when education was focused more on what Anthony Croman of Yale Law School calls the humanistic ideal. The humanistic ideal was an approach that sought to answer the ultimate questions of life, the whys behind things, and not just the hows. Education with this frame of reference sought to help shape students' souls, not just their neurological and cellular matter. The problem with the research ideal is that it neglects the inner longings to find true meaning behind all the research and information we are downloading. Why uncover the why? Well, back to what I said at the beginning of this episode, a strong sense of purpose is strongly associated with living a longer life. Let's get curious today. If you started to ramp up your sense of purpose and identity, would that affect your health? Would it affect your stress levels, your sleep, your weight, your connection with others in the world around you? Get curious about this. If you were to invest more effort in your own battle of remembering who you are and your purpose, would that affect your health and quality of life? As a health coach, I've seen firsthand how tapping into this inner sense of identity has helped improve stress levels, weight, sleep, and personal balance. Perhaps you've heard talk of the blue zones around the world. These are geographical zones or areas around the world where there is a higher concentration of people living over 100 years old. And also, there's also a larger population of people living into old age without health problems like heart disease, obesity, cancer, or diabetes. What makes these cultures so special? Well, these cultures have a diet and a way of life that is believed to influence this trend of longevity. One significant finding is that people participate in their communities up until they're old in their cultures. They're out chopping wood and growing food and preparing meals for their family and taking care of the younger people. They have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. They're deeply connected with their community. And with that connection comes a deeper layer of purpose and meaning. If we contrast that to the elderly in other parts of the world, there's a big difference in diet and a decline in connection, and people get older faster. They might live longer, but the quality of life is not as good. Question for you. Is it possible that you could be a more active influencer in your own culture of meaning moving forward? 
If you were to do that, where would you choose to find meaning and purpose? Most of us grow up adopting ideals around us from other people, and we don't pause to take time to really evaluate what we've adopted. As I mentioned in my last episode, number 11, it was about your superpower to choose. We are often living with identity foreclosure. That means we adopt a sense of identity at a young age, and we're never willing to question it or rethink it to see if it is really in alignment with what we are with who we authentically are. Often we don't feel we are allowed to do this and that can create inner chaos and confusion. So what if today you chose to be an active participant in crafting your purpose? I bet there's a lot of purpose within you already. Have you tried to articulate what it is or deliberately craft a purpose for yourself? I'm not talking about the whole global purpose of everything, but the purpose for you. I invite you to be a participant today in creating a culture of meaning for yourself. Begin to craft your purpose. Often we wait for signs. We look for some sort of authority figure to tell us our purpose. And I believe there are signs that can come when we have eyes to notice and a heart open and willing to receive. I believe there's wisdom we can learn when we study and learn from people who have a little more experience than us and have been farther along in this journey. And I also believe the first step always starts from within. It has to begin within you choosing to look for the truths, the universe or God, the logos, the elements, whatever, however you define it. First, look within and see what the universe has planted within you. Choose to participate in honoring those things and taking them and begin designing and creating a culture of meaning around them. Don't be a bystander who has unconsciously absorbed the unintentional meanings of everyone else. Be intentional. Invest in your life. Be a participant. Purpose comes from within you and not from other people defining you. The first step to lighting a candle is to pick up a lighter or match and touch it to the wick. I love doing that in the evening as I reflect on my day. I love to take a lighter and just touch it to the wick and light a simple candle to feel that warmth and that fire. Let's begin lighting that fire of purpose within you today. To define meaning on a broad spectrum of what this whole experience is about might feel daunting. So today, I want you to simplify and dial it down to a personal level of meaning for yourself. I begin by identifying what is authentically you. When you practice peeling back the layers of beliefs you've adopted over the years, what do you find inside? Let's pretend for a moment. Pretend you are the designer of the universe for a second. Put on your designer glasses and decide on a purpose for yourself. What would that be? This is challenging because you've adopted so much. But please practice trying to peel away all the should do's and should nots and look within. What does your heart tell you you came here to do. 
Here's a statement you can begin building with today. Here's the statement. It's got some fill in the blanks. And today I'll guide you and help you to begin filling in those blanks. The statement is, I am here to blank so that I can blank so that I can blank. Okay, let's dive into some questions. And the questions I present today will help you walk away with a statement like that one and be able to fill in the blanks and it will help you practice adopting a sense of personal purpose moving forward. Like I said, you probably have a lot of purpose and meaning within you already. So I hope with this experiment, you can maybe even just put some different language to describe it and create a clearer lens so that you can see through that lens as you move forward. Remember, cultures of meaning give us the why behind all the hows. Begin to see your why as an important nurturer of your life and lasting growth. Life and growth leads to longevity, my friends. So what has been the most helpful for you so far to craft your sense of purpose? Today, let's start with some questions. Get curious. Be ready to pause and think for yourself. Maybe push pause on me so you can answer them for yourselves or write them down. I invite you to start with some simple questions that you might already know about yourself and then build on that. Step away from complicated and long answers and start with one simple question. Are you ready? Question number one is what is one thing you know you can do that is meaningful for you? I can statements guide the vibration to an empowered place. Focusing on what you can do builds your sense of identity. A dialogue focused around what you can't do is identity destructive. So the first question is, what is one thing you can do that is meaningful for you? When I was answering this for myself, one thing I can do is I can listen. That's, that's one thing I came up with is I can listen. So what is that for you? What's one thing you can do that is meaningful for you? Number two, when you do this, what is possible for you? So now we're going to land on possibility and it opens up potential. Possibility opens up potential and potential brings a sense of meaning. When you answer this, again, use I can statements. So question number two again is when you do this, what is possible for you? Back to my example, uh, the first question was, I can listen. Second would be, what's possible for me? Well, I can learn things for myself. And when I listen, I can better support others. That's what's possible for me when I, when I listen. Number three, how does this enrich your life? When you think of enrich, 
Think about becoming rich, adding wealth. How does this add to you, to who you are, and to your life? Back to my example, I can listen. And when I can listen, I can learn things for myself and I can better support others. Answer to number three is I can feel connected to people and the world around me. Connection makes me feel rich. Those are my answers to one simple question. What would they be for you? What's one thing you can do that's meaningful for you? When you do this, what's possible for you? Using I can statements. And number three, how does that, doing that, or having that, enrich your life? How do you become more? More. Now let's put those words into the first statement. I am here to blank so that I can blank so that I can blank. If I were to use the example of I can listen, I would put that into the statement like this. I am here to listen so that I can learn things for myself and that I can better support others so that I can feel connected to people in the world around me. Connection makes my life rich. So here's how I put that simple example into this purposeful statement. What would that look like for you? So now take the answers to those three questions and put them into this statement. I am here too. What is it that you can do so that you can, what's possible, so that you can, how does it enrich you? Create that statement for you. Uncover the layers and find meaning behind what you can do. And remember, what you can do is so much a part of your identity, your sense of purpose. So begin focusing on that and building from there. Now, your fourth question is, if you were to adopt this as a framework of meaning for yourself starting tomorrow, and you started to see the world with eyes that look for ways to believe this and do this more, what would feel different for you? What would feel different as you participate in your usual tasks? Maybe you would look at things differently. Your attitude might be different. Maybe you'll feel a lightness about doing the same thing because you have a new perspective. Tomorrow, if you fostered this belief, maybe your outside actions would be the same, but something inside you might feel different. Or maybe people might notice your posture's a little more relaxed or your eyes are a little more caring. Maybe you radiate less stress because you're tapped into what you can do. What if what you can do is what you came here to do? Something to think about. So your last question is, what do the voices in your head say that try to talk you out of doing this more? Which thoughts come up that have the power to stop you from doing this? When we identify the thoughts that have power over us, then we can decide to take that power into our own hands. The way to do that is to notice these thoughts that have power over us and stop us from doing what we came here to do. And we can decide if those thoughts are true. We all have voices within us that talk us out of things. 
What do yours say about this? To just bring this into the example about I can listen, well, a voice tells me that listening really isn't that big or valuable or important. And when I identify that belief and that it has power over me and it diminishes me, I have to ask, is that true? Is listening really not that valuable or important? And if I'm really honest, I recognize that when I listen or when someone listens to me, it feels really valuable. Begin noticing the voices that are destructive to your identity and speak to them with your purpose statement instead. This will help you remember what you really came here to do. And what you can do is a big part of what you came here to do. One of the early and great philosophers, Aristotle, was known for asking why over and over again. He would take us to simple questions such as, why do you show up to work? And then he would say, well, why do you do that? And why? And why? Why do you do that? After uncovering all the whys, what he believed ultimately came out of people was a desire to flourish. People ultimately wanted a sense of joy, contentedness, happiness. They wanted to experience what Aristotle called eudaimonia. Eudaimonia, that's a fun word. Eudaimonia is the highest human good. It is a state of happiness that comes from feeling in oneself. It's knowing yourself and what you came here to do. That is flourishing. I challenge you to keep asking questions long enough. And if you do, what do you get? Those simple questions I asked you today are a starting place to start peeling back the layers of what you can do and what you can do and what you can do. That's one of the main reasons behind me creating this podcast. I hope it serves as a tool for you to create your own identity check-in day so that you can move closer to feeling more yourself and in tune with your purpose. When you practice listening to yourself, you are investing in your life and your health. As always, I encourage you to get the questions sent to your email by signing up in the show notes, or you can just write them down so you can create your own thoughtful answers to these questions and begin flourishing. Create your purpose statement around what you can do and let that be a guide moving forward to see how it feels. This, my friends, is about you.